What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody tonight. Hitting, hitting up uh, episode 87. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. I'm excited and a little disappointed. We just saw uh, the drafters passed. Had the Giants had off on a hot start, and then they cooled off. Hopefully, uh, they made the right picks. Yeah, what's your overall feeling on the on the picks? I mean, overall, I mean, I'd probably give them like a B. I, I think the first two picks were great. Uh, I mean, they pretty much took the best available players, which are also needs for them. When they got to the second round, I think they, uh, I don't mind that they traded back, but I mean, they missed out on a uh, corner, getting uh, Kyler Gordon, the other corner from uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think they took the receiver too high, Robinson. He's like a five, he's like, he's, he's small as hell, 5'8". Mm-hmm. Um, not something we really needed, a receiver. I thought they should have went out and got uh, in the second round, probably, uh, if you're going to go receiver, probably get like Sky Moore, who the Chiefs got later on. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought Sky would, would have been a nice pick for them. But I, but I think they should have, you know, addressed the corner, corner of safety position with that second pick, mm-hmm. and then, um, then with the third, you know, the two, the two third, uh, third round picks, it was still a little high. Uh, I thought they should have went the, uh, the outside pass rusher from uh, Michigan. Uh, what's the name? Uh, oh no, I think he went the second. Oh, Joby. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the I mean, Joby. Yeah, I mean, he, he tore his like ACL or, or Achilles, but mm-hmm. I mean. Even to have him like come off the, even though he would have pretty much redshirted his freshman year, I think that would have been a great pickup for yeah. like, a young, a young nucleus and and uh, that uh, second unit. And then um, I thought they would have got a running back like Cook, but uh, we missed out on him. You know, at the end of the second, we had a uh, freaking Kobe Dean still sitting there. Didn't mm-hmm. pick him. I mean, the like the two, three, four. That's where I got a little disappointed. Outside of that, I like what they did in the fourth with the tight end. And the uh, uh, what you call it, uh, the tight end Bellinger. Everybody else was just kind of like you know getting some depth. But that two, three, four, that's why I was a little disappointed. I thought we had a chance to get a get, get a bunch of steals, but we missed out on those. So overall, pretty happy, but uh, left some some room for improvement there. Yeah, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about your Jets, man? I thought they did a good job. You know, they they kind of consolidated their picks, and and um, you know, I, I liked uh, I liked uh, Sauce Gardner. I was hoping that, that they'd stay away from Singley. I just don't, you know, he's probably going to be a great player. I just don't trust the, the injuries. Mm-hmm. And, and then at, uh, you know, at 10, at 10 I, I really liked Garrett Wilson. I definitely thought that he would go eight to the Falcons. Yep. So I was, uh, you know, I, I think I would have been okay with Drake London too, but mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, having Garrett Wilson there at 10 uh, was better be for them. Yeah. And then trading back in and grabbing uh, Johnson. Kid- was that oh Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Johnson. Yeah. From Florida State. I think that some people some people had him, you know, in the top twelve or you know, fifteen. So definitely a, a pickup in a spot of need. And I I, I just I, you know, I like that move. And then you, you get Brees Hall in the second round. So you got, you know, a, a pass catching running back, grabbed a lineman, uh grabbed the tight end from Ohio State. Um I you know, I thought it was a solid draft. Um I think now it's how do you integrate these guys into the team right. and how do you develop them? Cause this is where they've kind of fallen apart in the past. We've seen the jets win the off season before 
only to go, you know, four and twelve. So we just got to yeah. see how they can they can put it all together and use these guys. Outside. And I do think that it seems a little different this time. But again, I you know, there's still a lot on Zach Wilson, and and his development is is huge for the team. So. Oh yeah, you you guys gonna uh, thank the Giants for that uh, second round pick because uh, that was when you guys moved up with us. I think outside of I think the Jets and the uh, Eagles had the best drafts out of any of the NFL teams. I mean, the, the fact that you guys got uh, Johnson that late in the draft, you guys got the top corner, top uh, receiver, and then you guys got arguably another other top five uh, pass defensive pass rusher all mm-hmm. in the first round. Yeah. And then you guys got the best running back on the board. I mm-hmm. mean, one of the best tight ends from Ohio State. I mean, mm-hmm. I think. I think you guys. I think you guys um, killed it in the draft, and then the uh, I would say the Eagles as well, just because they traded, uh, you know, that first round pick for your boy uh, AJ Brown. Yeah. And then then they went ahead and got uh, Davis, and then the Kobe Dean, which yeah. is uh, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna Davis is gonna be eating up so much of that line that he's gonna be Kobe Dean's gonna be flying around untouched, and then we gotta see him in our division twice a year, um, which is annoying. Now you guys see him and Michael Parsons twice a year. So, but I mean, overall, you know, if I was a Jets fan, I'd be a happy Jets fan this year. But like, we're kind of in the same position where we're resolving the quarterback. So we need these quarterbacks as well. Yeah. We need them to put it together. Otherwise, we're going to be, the picks picks ain't going to be worth nothing. Nope. 100% right. And then uh, who did you not like in the draft? What team were you like? What the hell are they doing? (laughs) I, I mean, I think everyone had the same question around Belichick's draft. And I feel like, you know, he, he grabbed a guy at the end of the first round after trading back, which is, you know, kind of typical for what they do. They had some needs at cornerback, wide receiver, offensive line, and they drafted a guy that many people had rated probably, I would say, second, late second to third round and, and Sean McVay had mm-hmm. rated, in, you know, right, right around his 104 pick. So I thought that that was a little head scratching, and then that was really yeah. a big one for me. I mean, I, I think that the, you know the Ravens did a great job again. They 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 just seem to you know let the draft come to them. They do a really good job of that. I thought the Chiefs drafted really well. Green Bay, you know, I thought you know maybe a little head scratcher, but they grabbed two defensive impact players. Uh, so I think that even though people maybe even Aaron Rodgers won't like the picks, I think that they made their team better. Maybe that was it. Yeah. The Lions or? No, I didn't mind what the Lions did. You know, I, I felt like they, you know, they 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 had they had Hutchinson and then they uh, they moved up to get Jameson Williams and, and maybe Jameson Williams was a bit of a reach, but they mm-hmm. need a guy like that. They need an impact, you know, offensive skill player uh, in that secondary. You know, they have Hawkinson. They got they're gonna have you know uh, St. Brown coming back who had a good strong finish of the year. I thought they might go somewhere on the offensive line just to kind of beef that up a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't mind what they did. Uh, they definitely need help in the secondary too. So um, I thought when they again when they traded up, they might be going for Kyle Hamilton. Uh, they did not. I was a little confused about the Seahawks. I thought they should have got uh pulled pulled the trigger on um on Willis. I mean he was sitting there at a, uh, in the second round and the third round, so. Mm-hmm. Even though they did address some needs with offensive line, uh, yeah. they got a running back. But I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe maybe some of these teams are just like, oh, we're just gonna wait till next year's draft to uh, get this quarterback. Yeah, 
Yeah, or maybe they're looking, you know, maybe early season trade, like trade for like a Baker Mayfield or someone like that. Yeah, you never know. I just can't imagine <laughs> Pete Carroll going into the season with Drew Locke as his quarterback. I just, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's lasting too long. But you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he don't care because this is not this is his last season. So yeah, it, it may be. You know, he's he's getting up there in age. So you know, I was. Um, there's two, two actually two other things. You know, just just on the actually one other thing. I'm just on the trades. I thought that that was the one of the kind of craziest like first rounds, just the way that everything unfolded for not having like a I would say high, really high end talent. You know, the 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 wide receiver trades, AJ Brown going to the Eagles, and then um, Hollywood Brown going going to Arizona. Which again, we've later found out that you know uh, Nuke got getting suspended for six games, and they've known about it for a while. <laughs> That whole, yeah. whole story is wild. Did you did you read that? Yeah, they said that uh, they kind of knew about it for a while. Um, it was kind of when he was injured. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm, I didn't hear his side of it. Like like if he said it was like a from a nutrition drink or yeah, it was like a holistic thing that he does. But <laughs> yeah. here's the weird thing, right? So he, he tested in like te- the test failed in like November. So they retest you. Like, that's the first thing they do. And they retested him twice, and it was, like, super watered down. You know, clearly he... Diluted or something. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what the story coming out is. So it's like, did you really not know? Or, you know... Yeah, maybe he's trying to heal faster, or... Yeah, Or yeah, exactly. Now you're trying to to hide it. And that's why they kept pursuing it. But, again, you have to fail, like, multiple drug tests to get suspended. It's not just one. It's not like one and you're done. Yeah, but it's crazy how it can't, it comes out freaking almost like nine months later. I know. It's crazy. And then uh, the other reason Hollywood Brown said he wanted out was that uh, he wanted to get more play in the offense because he doesn't think he'll be able to make any money as a top end wide receiver in Greg Roman's offense. And it wasn't a shot at Lamar. It was basically a shot at the play calling. Yeah, but I mean, he had 90 receptions for like a 1,100 yards. <laughs> No. Which isn't which isn't a bad season, um, no. but I mean I I understand um, it's great for the Ravens because I mean you get a first round uh, you get a first round pick and I I kind of feel like receivers are at a premium now now I feel like it's gonna go down in a few years where uh, receivers aren't really valued as much kind of how we have like the running backs were super valued now we don't have running back drafted to like the second round and then the fact that uh. It's a weird situation out in Arizona because your boy wants a contract, a new contract, and then the fact that uh, the fact that uh, Watson just got all his guaranteed money. I mean, he's definitely going to run up the run up the bargaining price. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, he's a, and uh, Murray hasn't been playing great without uh, without Hopkins. So um, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Brown is going to save him on that end. But yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how how he starts off the season. And how it's going to affect the uh, contract negotiations? We will find out. On to the NBA. I mean, uh, we got the Heat and the 76ers second round matchup. Uh, your boy MB is out the first two games. They said he'll probably he's probably going to be out game three as well. They're not sure yeah, about game four. He's already ruled out game three. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call it. I'm bringing out the brooms, man. It's pretty much over for these guys. Um, yeah. I mean, James Harden is not James Harden anymore. I mean, he was uh, scoreless in the fourth quarter last night. Cost me a prop, another prop bet, <laughs> and I tried to underbet him too. He just needed like one more, one more point, man. I mean, the heater mm-hmm. running that. I mean, the heater switching on him. I mean, they're switching between him, between Jimmy Butler, Bam, and uh, what's his name, uh, P. 
PJ Tucker. So I mean, that's three good, great defenders on him, and he's not getting he's not getting much off, and they're, they're guarding him well. And then uh, Tobias Harris had a hot first game, but didn't matter. The second game was cooled off. I mean, Maxie's stepping up, um, doing all he can. But uh, outside of that, there's nobody else on that team, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I think this is it for uh, Philly. I mean, I don't know if you're taking your your vote back and going uh, Embiid for MVP now, but I think he's he's showing how important he is to this team. And uh, just you know, I, we were talking about it last night, but it looked like Harden's just like he's just lost a step. He just can't do what he could do a couple years ago as far as like taking over a game. And and like you said, when the when the role players aren't there, it's just it's it's tough. I just don't think that I don't think that they can do do anything much of anything without Embiid. So I think you're right. I think we're looking at uh, Miami Heat hosting uh, hosting the Eastern Conference Finals, especially with Embiid being out in Game Three. Oh yeah, and they're deep too. Uh, your boy Old Depot went off, and I was yeah. like, I was watching the game like, what the hell is he? He what the hell is he doing over here? Uh-huh. Can't, wait, can't, can't wait for the Kings to sign him in the offseason for like 180 million dollars. Yeah, which is crazy. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, they got a guy who's a who was a star, all star one year, then had a, a major leg injury, and he's coming off the bench like like nothing happened. Um, yeah. but I mean, they're, 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 they're solid. Yeah. They're just, I don't I don't think that they're like I know Jimmy Butler's like their quote unquote star player, but as far as star players go, like he doesn't really take over the game or anything. They're just like just very solid top to bottom. They can defend, they can score when they need to. Um, they got guys who can shoot with Hero and, and, and Robinson and Lowry when he's healthy. It's just it's just a really good team, and you got one of the best coaches in the NBA, if not the best coach in the NBA, in Spolstra. Uh, oh yeah, I mean I still can't walk back that Embiid for um was a Joker for MVP because I feel like uh, Joker. I mean Embiid still had he has his maxi he, he has more no, pl- he has more players available. But he, he I mean, makes that team. Uh, no, no, I, I still think it's Jokic, but he makes that team so much better than they are than when he's not around. Like, they looked like trash last night for the most part. Yeah, but I feel. But that's the thing. I feel like. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Joker's still working with less, but and Joker's oh, he's, he, yeah. he hasn't missed. He really hasn't missed any games. I think if Embiid would have not missed as many games, he definitely would have got it over uh, Joker. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I know. I'm just saying, like looking at very small sample size in these past two games, as opposed to what they did, you know, in, in the first round with him. And, oh, and yeah. Doc's, Doc's going to take heat for this because they he could have taken them out. He could have taken Embiid out of that game. Yep. And, and avoided that injury. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it might be the end for uh, for Doc. I don't know. Yeah, I think they need to move on, man. I think they need to get a uh, give a younger coach a chance. They had the opportunity to get Monty, but they passed on him. Now he's out in Phoenix killing it. Uh, yeah, I think they, I think it's time for him to move on. I don't I don't know who, who they're gonna go, but uh, there's a few guys out there that uh, should should uh, get some coach some opportunities to coach. Mm-hmm. Then we got your Celtics and the Bucks, man. You guys, you guys were looking uh, like a dead fish that first game, but you guys woke up the second game, came back. Marcus Smart was out, no problem. Still did a, still did a great defensive job on Giannis and and uh, company. Uh, yeah. how, how you feel about your team? Where Jalen uh, Jalen Brown went off, had like twenty points in the first quarter. Yeah, you know, I think they, they think the issue was in game one. I think Milwaukee was more uh, physical than the Celtics were expecting. You know, they couldn't get really into the lane at all. Um, you know, their offense is really predicated around driving and kicking. They just couldn't get any of that. And and, and Milwaukee really, you know, put the hammer on them. And I, and I don't think that they, again, they weren't expecting it. And then they didn't really have any sort of rebuttal. And they're, you know, they're, they kind of res, uh, resorted to taking a bunch of threes. And it just didn't work out in game one. They weren't dropping. 
Um, I felt like, you know, getting up early there, early in game two, really, you know, they, they got the momentum swinging their way and, and they never really have to lead. And, and they, they played Giannis, Giannis pretty well um, mm-hmm. in these two games. They, they kind of, they go at him a couple different ways. You know, they have Grant Williams, they have uh, Robert Williams sometimes can get on him. So they got some different options on how to guard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but I think this, it's gonna be a t- it's gonna be a tough series. I you know I, I think that Celtics obviously need to split in Milwaukee if they want to keep it going. But I, I think that you know my guess is they come out of Milwaukee two two and it's a three game series. Oh yeah, because I mean series really gonna start to game three. You know that's where it happens. I mean you guys been like I said you guys been playing him great defensively uh, despite him putting up numbers. You know. He hasn't been as efficient as he normally is. You know, you guys just got to make sure you can control the others. You like, you know, uh, your boy Grayson Allen and uh, Bobby Portis. Because mm-hmm. I think when those guys are hitting threes, uh, it helps them a lot. But it's, it's looking like a seven-game series, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then uh, in the West, I mean, we got the Suns. They take a two-zip two lead on Dallas. I hate to say it, man, but they're going to have to bring out the brooms on them too, man. <laughs> your boy uh, Luca needs help, man. I mean, he can only score so much. Yeah, I mean, he carried him for a while. The whole first half, he was awesome. And then uh, it's, just too, it's too much. And, you know, again, another team that's that's built solid top to bottom in the Suns. I saw kind of Chris Paul take over, Devin Booker. Aiton kind of ran game one. So it's, it's uh, they have a, a lot of guys that can hurt you. So I don't, I think this will go five. I think that they'll, the Mavs will win one where, mm-hmm. you know, Luca goes for a big game and Suns, you know, Suns will take the next one and then, and then take it home in, in Phoenix. Yeah, I, I just too much for Luca. And, and although they, they, they seem like they got some good young players there, they're just, they're not quite there yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Cause, uh, I mean, now I don't, I think it's going to be more interesting outside of the series because, uh, I mean, I know Luca's still locked in for a while, but if, how, how long can he wait without getting help? before he decides to uh, jump ship or try to get somewhere else. So yeah. And then uh, on the other Western game, we got the uh, Grizzlies and the Warriors. Series tied 1-1. I mean, first game, I mean, uh, Grizzlies could have won it. I mean, then the, then the second game, the uh, Warriors could have won it. You know, Steph missed some, missed some uh, open shots down the end to put him up. Clay missed one. Poole missed one. I mean, but the you know Grizzlies held strong. You know, Ja carried the team on his back, put up a forty-seven piece on them. I'm I'm loving this series, man. I, I don't know how about you? Uh, same, same. It's gonna be a good one. You know, Ja and and Steph going back and forth. It's uh, I just you know I think the the, the game this game changed when when Gary Payton went out, right? Yeah. He's kind of found his own in his postseason. He's been, he's one guy that can, I think really on that team match up with Ja. I don't think that Steph isn't going to guard him all game and, and Clay is kind of, you know, I feel like Clay just doesn't look like hundred percent yet. Obviously mm-hmm. not, you know, coming back from a couple injuries and, and whatnot. I just don't think they, I just don't think any, you know, Ja just gets whatever he wants. And then the second that, I heard this today, and it was a great, you know, great kind of view of it. They're so worried about him going around them that now they're already backing up as he's looking to drive, and he can pull up from anywhere. So he can pull, he can pull up from the free throw line because they don't want to, they don't want to let him get to the hoop. But when he's hitting those shots, you know, it's it's tough. Oh yeah, but I, th- I think they're gonna have to go at him uh, on the on the on the offensive end, off- offensive end, and make him play some defense to kind of tire him out. It seems like he's the only one that's uh. Uh, like he gets them going, he's pretty much their engine. So, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm still I'm still rolling with the Warriors on this one. You know, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm still looking to think they're going to finish them off in six. But uh, this is a great series. The Warriors did what they needed to do. They came in, you know, to the higher seed and they took one or two. So now you got to yeah. go hold court at home, right? I mean, go back to Memphis up three one, and I think you're in a pretty good spot. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Memphis next year to see see how much how much better they can get. I mean, they improved year over year the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Sky Sky's pretty much delivered with uh, John Moran. It's gonna be interesting to see who else they can get on the squad. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, um, they said uh, your boy Mike D'Antoni's uh one of the leading candidates for the Hornets job. Not sure how he's still getting coaching jobs, but uh, <laughs> um, wouldn't it be wouldn't be a bad fit with him having a uh, ball at the point guard. Yeah, and having that uh D'Antoni offense, but they're gonna definitely need some shooters. They got some defensive players there, so it's gonna be interesting to see as well. And uh, your boy uh, Ben Simmons has back surgery. Not sure how uh, they were trying to get him off the game four or five if he had to get back surgery. Right. Yeah. I. I uh, is it now like? These are always the things I wonder about, right? Like, was he never actually planning to come back? Because and you know maybe it was his agent or someone leaked it to, to Woj. Because, you know, when they, it, it just seems funny, right? They asked Steve Nash and Steve Nash was like, what? Uh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, again, he could have been, you know, practicing and whatnot and, and tweaked something right there. And, and that was that. But I don't know. I, he, this guy may never play again. Like, I just feel like it's a mess between yeah, the I mean, mental stuff and the physical stuff like yeah it brings up a lot of questions uh yeah. it makes me wonder how long how long he's had this back situation if, if he's had it had it while in philly uh, mm-hmm. how much did they know about it even if and then if he if they did he did have the situation going on they didn't know about it but they were still throwing him under the bus um mm-hmm. in the media so yeah it makes me wonder yeah same and uh, on the MLB, few, a few games under the book or under the books right now. I mean, we got some pitchers pitching no hitters already. <laughs> the combined no hitter in New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just maybe because it's early in the season. Uh, you know, the bats haven't caught up, but uh, I wonder how how many more we're going to see uh, later on in the season. Yeah, I think you know it, it does. It does take a little while. It, it seems like offense is off to a little bit of a slow start. You know, there was a, I saw like a, it was on Twitter somewhere that they had to take a ball out of play because it was dented. So this is going back to like them deadening the balls a little bit so that, you know, there's not too many home runs. But yeah, I mean, we had the, you had the Mets combined no hitter, uh, which I always think those are funny. <laughs> like five guy. And I know it's, it's cool for the team, but like to me, like, I don't know. It's just not. It takes away from it a little bit for me. Yeah, I think it's because it's not like major guys that are doing it. Um, right. Yeah. Or it's just not the one guy, right? Like he's the one who took it all the way through. He he had to see the lineup, you know, three to potentially four different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah, like a few of the guys that did it. I mean, they had a terrible ERAs. One had like a four point six eight. I mean. Uh, two- <laughs> No hitters are just perfect games. They're, sometimes they're just complete luck, right? Like you have some of these guys that have, have, have had these before, and you're like, "Who is that?" Like if you, it's like crazy. Yeah, I think that's the thing. That's the thing is making the the mystique of it go away. Is that it's just not. Yeah. It's not like major guys like it was back in the day with like like Clemens no, or no uh, like yeah like some of those guys. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. We still got a lot of baseball baseball to play left. Baseball yeah. to play. Um, of the, and then uh, your boy, your boy Rizzo's. Uh, been, he was tearing it up last month, man. <laughs> yeah, he's off to a good start. I mean, 
Yankees, Yankee Stadium is kind of like the perfect spot for him. Uh, that's why they, you know, one of the reasons why the Yankees went back. The other reason is he's really good defensively, uh, and they, mm-hmm. they needed help on the defensive side of the the, the diamond there. So, but yeah, he's uh, he's he's seen the ball well. Seems like he's having fun. I think he had eight homers with them all of last year. He's already, you know. In whatever the half season he was with them, and he's already surpassed that. So yeah, yeah he's he's he's, uh, he's he's playing well. He's 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 kind of got them got that offense going. Judge is hitting now. Glebers hitting now. I can't pronounce this guy's name, but the shortstop there, Ian Keener, <laughs> whatever his name is, uh, he's playing well. So the defense is playing well. The pitching has been good. Uh, you know, you don't you don't win eleven in a row with just you know one side of the ball playing well. So um, you know they've they've put a put a nice gap in between them and, and some of the rest of the ALE. So now they just uh, not going to keep it going. Keep playing the way they're playing. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you want to stay hot for as long as possible. Yeah, uh, it goes back and forth with these teams, especially later in the season. So, I mean, right now they're at 18 and seven, the leading American League, like two games ahead of the Angels. So, yeah, that's three, been, Toronto's that's three games behind them too. So, I say, that's been a surprising team for me. The Angels, who just like historically, you know, lately have not been good. You know, they have Otani and they have Mike Trout mm-hmm. and they have Anthony Rendon. They have some good players, but they've never been put together. It's good to see them. It's good for Mike Trout too, right? To to be playing on a good team. Yeah, um, try to get in the playoffs. Why not? Your best, the best player in the league to be to be uh, in the playoffs. Uh, oh yeah, the way the way best baseball doesn't uh, the way that baseball like recognizes uh, players like they don't really they don't really push players to the front. No, so it's it's hard to recognize who's who when it comes to baseball at times. Right, right. But then yeah, and then you know in the National League they got. You know, the, the Mets are, this is another team where I thought that, you know, they were going to be hot garbage and they're going to lead the National League and wins. Uh, they won one today. They were down 7-1 going into the ninth and they scored seven runs in the ninth and end up winning 8-7. This is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're tied now because uh, Milwaukee won too. Milwaukee, they, Milwaukee's like a half a game up on them. So, but the Dodgers are right there too in second. Yep. Yeah, and the Do- Dodgers aren't going anywhere, so. Uh, expect them to be there all year long. Oh, yeah. And then uh, it's that time time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? Well, seeing how how it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Uh, Put you my know, hat on. Recording this on Cinco de Mayo. So, yeah, throw on your sombrero. So, tonight we did uh, fajitas three ways. So, yeah, okay. shrimp, steak, and chicken. You know, seasoned with uh, you know, some, some homemade uh, fajita seasoning, you know, cumin, chili powder, uh, a little salt, a little Mexican oregano, pepper, um, garlic powder, onion powder, I think. Um, and, uh, but the, the big players are the cumin and the chili powder, obviously. Really, just, you know, cook them up like you would cook anything, right? Just, you know, throw a little oil on the, on the pan. Uh, do your chicken in there and your shrimps. You know, I, I like to sometimes, like, throw a little flour on the shrimp. It just holds holds a little more crispiness for me. Um, didn't do that today, though. But that is something you can do. And then uh, just, you know, cook the, the steak on the grill, um, flank steak, and then uh, cut it up. And then to accompany that, it's some uh, mushrooms, onions, and peppers on the stove. Uh, we had okay. queso fresco, we had cheddar cheese, some hot sauce, uh, a little guacamole, sour cream, rice, and, and, and uh, black beans. So, you know, again, top, topics of choice. I usually try to get everything on there. 
but you know we had a said three three different ways is, is always fun oh nice i had some uh steak chimichangas the other day Ooh. yeah them drinks, was, them drinks was banging but they yeah. they made them they made them like in in like an egg roll type of uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep it, was it the little ones no, nah, I was like the big ones. Like you know, you, you know, you go to train store, you get a like a egg roll. It's like that size. Yeah. But, you know, they slice it in uh, you know, diagonally. But it's kind of oh, big though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. It was great though. I ain't gonna lie. Had it. We had it uh, like we had it like two days in a row. I can do that. And then, uh, what would you guys drink that down with? Uh, so actually, sticking with the uh, the theme, I did uh some some uh, Modelo. So I, I don't know if you're a Modelo fan at all, but it's a uh. It's a Mexican style beer. Mexican, I think it's a lager. Mexican style lager. So I feel like back in the day, you know, I would get these at the golf course once in a while. They're really good. Like, you know, it was, it was warm up here today, so um, really good, just like outdoor warm beer. But I've, I've been seeing it a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. So grab some. And it's just it's just a really kind of basic, uh, you know, four point five percent. I just feel like it has like more flavor than like your your other like lighter lagers, like a Budweiser or anything like that. Um, just smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, it's kind of similar to like a Dos Equis. I, I like it a little. I think it has a little more flavor than that. Um, okay. So, so you can go lime or no lime, but again, it's a good. Uh, it's, it's really good. Like again, like a golf course beer, summer beer, um, and it goes well with the tacos. So that was the uh, the beer of the day. We'll throw it at. Uh, I think it's like a solid six point eight. You know. Not like you're not gonna wow you on the flavor, but for for like a nice light drinking, you know, beer to to you know get the summer going, it's it's a good one. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of those. Uh, I mean, that's one of those ones. Like even when you see the commercials, you just like the way they make the beer look so refreshing. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta try that. It is, it is, and and you know, I, I know people are like don't like fruit and beer and whatnot, but you know, squeezing a lime into that and, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's, Nice and nice and refreshing. Oh yeah, I mean you can't go wrong, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everyone. Then uh, for this week for the BRRs, uh, you know, wrapping up some some shows. Uh, we had uh, the last episode of Moonlight, Moon Knight. Great episode. Um, great series. Probably ranks in the middle of all the Marvel series. Third, you know, probably third. You know, still uh, WandaVision and uh, Loki. Pretty pretty much are the best ones. Uh, season was a little short, only six episodes, but they gave us a lot of uh, information as far as like the gods when it comes to Marvels. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of those, especially in the new Thor movie and then uh, some of the other movies coming down the line. But definitely uh, something you could check out, even if you don't don't know much about the hero. This is one of those people, one of those heroes that uh, is not really a well-known one. Um, so it's kind of like a daredevil. I mean, he's, he's less known than Daredevil, but um, it doesn't really, uh, you don't have to know everything about Marvel to watch this one. Mm-hmm. I know you watch uh, We Own the City, uh, about to watch the second episode late, later on this week. How, mm-hmm. how'd, you like the, how'd you like the first one? I, I actually haven't watched it yet, so that's, that's going to be oh, on my list okay. this weekend. Yeah, yeah. When uh, we hit our nice, uh, you know, nice cold weather coming back, I'll pop, uh, pop that on. I'll take that back. <laughs> um, then we got uh, Doctor Strange coming out this Friday. I'll go check that out uh, on Sunday. Mentioned it before. I mean, pretty much uh, getting into the multiverse of Marvel. So that's how we're going to be able to get all the other uh, stuff we've been missing as far as X-Men, Fantastic Four. Uh, so they're getting ready to build up for the next phase of Marvel. So, I mean, it's going to be uh, they're gonna be dominating the movie, the movie uh, box office for the next 
30, 40 years as much as stuff, uh, as much material, they, as much as material they got now, now that they bought back all the Marvel stuff. And then we had uh, Ozark finish that. I don't know, did you, how far, how far along did you get in that? Oh, geez, what was the last part we saw? We just saw Javi died. He just, oh, he was down in Mexico, I think doing, doing the accounting stuff to figure, you know, he's, he's got a, uh, their, uh, he's trying to find out who, who yeah, yeah, the guy the leak mm. i think that was the last part we saw okay won't give up too much but uh i mean it finishes it finished the season off great i'm i'm just mad man because i feel like I, I, when you see the ending you look like man they could they could have still give us more man they could have yeah. at least got another two three episodes three seasons in with what uh the way they left it off but you never know maybe somebody buys the rights to it and they try to put it on the network mm-hmm. um but great series. Um, one of the best ones we've seen in that genre for a while. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, what Netflix ha- has to put out now Now after that to try to top that. Right, right. Um, that, that was one of their uh, top shows, that and um, uh, what you call Stranger Things. So, yep. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what else they can uh, cook up to, uh, you know, keep them in the mix. Because, uh, you know, they're raising the prices on that, uh, that Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, they're losing subscribers. So. Yep. I forgot to mention uh, From Finished. Um, I don't know if you've still been watching that. Uh, crazy ending. I felt like I just got, they just hit me with a loss ending. Uh, loss oh, like, like, like in, a good or, in, a, in a good or a bad way? Because some in of those loss way. endings are good, but okay. It's good. Yeah, the good way. It's just like, what the hell? Like, like right. not, it, just I, leaves so, it just leaves you with so much questions now. You're like, now I got to wait to another season to, to see what's going on, but... <laughs> I need to get my fire stick working so I can watch the rest of that. Yeah, man. Good show. I'm looking forward to another season of that. It's another thing, I, it kind of reminded me of the old shows because, like, I feel like I feel like we've been jipped, man. Back in the day, we used to get like a first se- the first season of Lost was like 20 episodes. Now yeah. we're getting now we're getting one season of shows that's like six to eight or ten. Right yeah, now. I I I like it. I like it though because I like I like having different shows because you know you're in the mood for certain shows sometimes like. You know, you don't want every, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I just like, I like to have some some options. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind if if you're not going to do, you know, twenty episodes for a season, but don't 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 only don't finish the season. Don't finish the series in three seasons. Well, I mean, if you could have did, if you could get twenty for one season, you could, and you're gonna only give us ten. That means that first season is really two seasons. So I mean. No, they gotta you. give us more. They gotta give us more more material, man. It's not how they work anymore, Red. So those days are, are are over. That's for the that's for the birds watching, uh, you know, regular TV. Yeah, I mean, I guess because people got short attention spans, you know, they can't yep. dive on a, t- a twenty episode season. So, but I mean, they got some good stuff coming out. Looking forward to it. I know uh, Game of Thrones is right around the corner too in August. So. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, checked out an uh, Uncharted movie uh, based off the video game. It's pretty much like a, a Tomb Raider type of movie. I mean, overall, it was okay. I'd probably give it like a 6.5. Not a huge fan of the of the video game series. But it, it's just it's just too close to... It reminds me so much of Tomb Raider that uh, I can't I can't really overlook it. Or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man. And it's kind of it seems kind of like, I don't want to say cartoonish, but kind of uh, childish sometimes with the jokes. And the actors, because the guy that plays Spider Man is uh, the main character, Drake. So I feel like I feel like at times, sometimes I'm watching Spider Man, so or I'm watching mm-hmm. like Peter Parker. So it's just like, 
that might be it. That's all I got. I don't know about any other shows uh, you guys got into. Uh, no, none I can think of. All right, then. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>